This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Me and Girl Pod's 100th episode! That was weird. Everyone listening is like, you're breaking my ear. It's like, like, I hate you, make it stop. It's like when we had the transition sound, everyone's like, I almost got in a car accident. (laughs) We're causing people to like walk to work and they're just banging their heads against their desk. I listened to our episode, I literally dropped my phone. I was like, oh. You're like, oh, that's so funny. I only made it seven seconds into your New Year episode. Not New Year, sorry. (laughs) The reason I was going to say New Year is these things. Yeah. You guys. None of them work. We're on our 100th episode of Mean Girl Pod. That is so... I can't decide if it feels like... (laughs) I can't decide if I love it or hate it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, 100 seems like a lot. But but it's less than two years. But also, if you look at the grand scheme of podcasters, 100 is still like a baby podcast. Oh, it's so little. Everyone's like 874. And I'm like, really? Like, huh? That seems like so many things. I'm also um, wearing old merch. (sighs) That was a good idea. I still love this sweatshirt so much. It cannot be beat. Remember Stacy, whose boxing class we took? Yes. She messaged me like two days ago and she's like, all right, I bought the, the the growing up is cool crew neck. I need the pants and I need another crew neck. And I was like, same. But same. Wait till we find it. <laughs> no. If there's anything I could ask for in this life, it would be to figure out a way to mimic these crew neck blanks. You guys, if anyone listening is some type of merch person, and you know the blanks we're talking about. It's a grown-up is cool, and I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. If you can find those blanks and help us make more, let us know. And don't message us and say you can find any blanks because they're really hard to find, and you might not be able to find these. We've been looking for, like, 20 years. Yeah, and they're, like, not out there. But they are somewhere. <laughs> um. Anyways, wow, I can't believe we're here. Wow, we have we. Wow. <laughs> have we changed? But we are a long way from home. Is it crazy though to think like, and by home we mean barstool? Who we were, where who we were on episode one? Do you know that we look so different? Yeah, because I look at those pictures and I'm like, who are they? The first photo of us in we're in that, but we're in the barstool recording office and we have the mean girl <laughs> taped over our shirts and like our mouths are taped or something. We look like we're 25, 22. Like, I look at that, I'm like, huh? No, Alex, you're aging backwards. It's a little freaky. I, so are you, though. <laughs> I look at that picture, I'm like, was that the same lifetime? And and I was that the same lifetime? And, like, the way this podcast was born was so chaotic. That day at the office can give me, like, a, a adversarial reaction. And it's so crazy to think how far you've come. Because there's those moments in life where you're like, oh, I don't think we can keep going. But like you keep going. Yeah. We've had so many of those where we're like, I don't know why I can do this anymore. Oh, <laughs> so many like anxiety ridden Monday mornings. The podcast hangovers. Oh, podsiety. The canceling. Oh, man. <laughs> and you know what? This is such a great day because it's like never <laughs> lose your humor. Right, like we had, there were so many times on the internet where we had to step back, like the day we pronounced Dale Earnhardt Jr. dead. Mm-hmm. And you just have to laugh. The day we said dinosaurs were mythic, or no, methodical instead of mythical, and yeah. that they weren't real. That clip was buried with diamonds in the rough because we're like, number one, does anyone know if, if dinosaurs are real? Number two, you hit me with some word that's not right. Do you Mythological. No. So the other day I was with my family and we were talking about something. I was talking about the book I was reading, which is a fantasy book. And I was like, yeah, it's like a 
methodical, I mean, mythical land. My brother goes, what did you just say? And I was like, oh my God, PTSD from the dinosaur clip. PTSD from the dinosaur clip. <laughs> like when the first clip, when the initially, okay, you guys, if you're new here, we had this dinosaur clip and it went ultra viral. Let's just, let's just give ourselves a pat on the back. So our episodes come out Monday morning. And when we were at Barstool, they would come out Monday morning and by noon on Twitter, every Monday, it was like, what clip did it? And the internet was set on fire. And this dinosaur clip where we're like, do you think dinos are real? I don't know. I don't know. And then, so the first, initially people are just so mad about that. And then people are like, she said methodical or methodical. I don't even know which one you said. I don't know the word. And then we hit him with the Big Bang Theory and we're like, I don't know. And then it's like, they're not teaching evolution in Minnesota and Oklahoma. And we're like, most of the time we get the joke. I still don't get the jokes on all those because like, I don't know what we were talking about. I, I don't either. And then I can't remember, did the hand washing come before or after? That was the D-Day. That was after. That, to this day, still makes me laugh because I'm like, no, I, I don't. I'll be in airport bathrooms and like I will wash my hands. People are like, really? You do? I will be in airport bathrooms and I will look around and run out and be like, I hope no one says anything. <laughs> <laughs> Films you. But here's the good news about that. You've already, you've already gotten in front of it. So if anyone's like, Jordan Woodruff doesn't wash your hands, everyone would be like, yeah, we know. The other day, Pete literally goes, and I'm, when I say the other day, I mean, this was probably two weeks ago. He's known me for like six months at this point. So do you actually not wash your hands? And I was like, I do if I go number two, obviously, or if I'm changing a tampon or if I like have a messy pee. But if I go to the bathroom and nothing touches my hands, I'm going. Yeah. And like in the middle of the night when I pee, I think, I think you're a serial killer. I'm sorry. If you turn that sink on at 2 a.m. after you took, like, a sleeping pee and, like, wash your hands, no. you didn't touch anything there that you're not touching on the subway. Like, no. you can't make that argument to me that makes sense. It's like you don't need to wash your hands at that moment. And who hasn't been sick? Exactly. We haven't. Us too. And everyone's like, that's a problem. And I'm like, there are so many problems. Another clip that, that will um, be with me through the day I die is the 666 rule. Yeah. Would you like to edit that? Oh, I mean, I don't need to if you know what I mean. <laughs> She's like, nah, I'd like to actually say I'd like to double tap that one. That was literally something that I said thinking it would be the funniest thing ever. And people like hold, hold that against me to this day. They're like, gold digger. And it's like, um, a hundred grand's not like. Also, like six feet's not that crazy of an ask. Right. And like, I don't know. Also, I don't care if you have what size you are. Like, if you know how to use it, you're great. We've already talked about that. Yeah. So the the reference on the 666, as Jordan said, she's looking for a 666, which you said in Aspen. Yeah. And I was like, huh? And you're like, you know, six figures, six feet tall, and six inches. And I was like, oh, yes. Okay, got it. Not the devil's number. Not, not that. And then that clip, yeah, people were like, there was so much. Oh, my God. Just so many things. My favorite one was the vibrator clip. You know, and here, can I, I would, I'll, I'll go there for a moment. <laughs> Maybe I won't. <laughs> Listen, I, I'll just say this. I wasn't into vibrators then and I'm still not into them now. Which is fine. Well, of course it's fine. But it's just like not my thing. You know why I like that clip, though? Because I think that was the most organic, genuine reaction that you, mean Alana had. Right. Where you were just like, never used one in Alana. And I were like, <gasps> Wait, you're like, what? It was <laughs> like the world had just, like, we had just seen a ghost. Totally. And like every, the cutting to everyone's faces of just like, oh my gosh, I hope the week this comes out, we post all of those. Can we do that? Oh yeah, we should. Yeah, we should post the bangers. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. What was your favorite? My favorite was, and I was watching it the other day. It's the I love NASCAR, and then it's the Alana being like, it's not really a sport. And then I'm like, Dale Earnhardt Jr. died. Dale Earnhardt Sr. died. So, like, news presses wrote about this one where the Mean Girls pronounced the wrong Earnhardt Jr. dead. But the best part about the clip is Jordan goes, we're not going to spiral about that right now. And, like, it goes beep, and then we're all like, ah! <laughs> and it's just like, that's why I love content and media because you just watch those clips back. The lar You know what I think the larger lesson is? What? People would feel so many types of ways about these clips and we just loved them. Like, we love sitting in this room and recording, and we have so much fun. And it's like, people are like, they're a joke. And it's like, the joke is on you. <laughs> Support for today's episode comes from OneSkin, because J-Dub, now that the holiday buzz is behind us, 
what is it a great time to focus on? Skincare, self-care. That's right. Tis the season. And how have you been doing that? Have you been taking care of your skin's appearance? Is that something that's important to you? Oh, the most important thing in my life. Like... Treating the symptoms rather than the root cause of aging has long time been the norm, right? Most skincare available on the market is designed to is designed to provide a temporary reduction. But you and I are all for long-term and not short-term results. Am I right? You are so right. Okay, so it's underlying health skincare issues, not just topical. Oh, I love that. And that is why One Skin is so important, and it is like our absolute favorite new things because they mailed us these products, and we tried them. We were texting each other, and we were like, uh, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite? Um, I mean, they're, all their products are so great, but I would say that their face moisturizer is my favorite. And did you know that um, the OS1 face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier? And improve skin health markers and diminish visible signs of aging. Wrinkles were diminished by almost 80% in the users. Which I love that because a lot of the times the products I use are just for my dry skin. And then they don't help with like anti-aging or anything else. But their product not only moisturizes my skin, but also helps with the anti-aging and all the other things that we need help with our skin on a daily basis. And that's because OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. Like they're focusing on long-term effects here. And by focusing on cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and aging younger for longer, which is exactly what Jordan was just talking about. So today you guys can get started with 15% off with using code MEANGIRL at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code MEANGIRL. After you purchase their Ask You Where You Heard About Them, please support the show and tell them that we sent you. New Year, healthier skin. That's one skin. It's, it's, what makes me laugh so hard is like, people always like, you're so dumb. And then I'm like, why do you take everything we say so seriously? Like, people act like we are th- like God's word. Right. And like, <laughs> we're joking. We are in on the joke. I'm like, if we don't know, two, if we say two plus two is five, it's still four guys. Yeah. And we knew it was four. So we said five to rile you up. Like there, and it's like, oh gosh, we have been through so many things on this podcast. I would not change a thing, though. No, because like at the end of the day, like yeah, there were some things where I'm like, oh, boy, that took a little, little bit to get over. But it was always, it always was fun. It always taught us a lesson, and always made us stronger. Well, I was gonna say better because of it. Like I never, our time at Barstool was uh, not unnoticed. Yeah, you know, and wherever we would have been. But we were just like unapologetically ourselves. And furthermore, we were our silly selves. Like we were, you know how you have yourself in a meeting Mm -hmm. and then you have yourself at home in your pajamas. We were that person online and a lot of people loved it. They hated it. But I think what everyone had in common was like they understood that we were being silly Mm -hmm. and we're still silly till this day. Like we're a grown up version of ourselves, but we like allowed ourselves to be that on camera and I don't know about you, but I developed some really thick skin because of it. Oh, a thousand percent. There's, I mean, there's not much you could say to me that would that would hurt my feelings these days. Oh, I'd be like, nope, heard that. Also, do I know something that's kind of crazy that I just remembered? What? Without the podcast, like, so you know the visible things, the visible string theory? Yes. Um, There is an invisible string theory with Pete and I because of the podcast that I forgot to tell you about. Tell me. So um, one of our viral clips that went crazy and people, you know how there's like, I hate Alex, I hate Jordan, blah, 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 blah. Right. This was back in. Pete commented, I hate Jordan. No, are you kidding me? Did he comment, I hate Alex? No. (laughs) (laughs) Call him. Back in March of 2022, Pete, and Pete is, to preface, this is not creepy because Pete is not a commenter, commenter, he didn't really know much about us when we first started dating. And he's not like, like, I, I know I'm like totally trying to make him seem like it's not weird, but like he, in a com in a clip where everyone was like, I fucking hate these two. He goes, I love Jordan. Fuck the haters. In this, he just found it the other day in his reviews on TikTok. He goes, I forgot that I commented this. Oh, he was like, he's like, I always remember looking at your videos. But he's like, but I don't even remember commenting that. Really? And that was a year, almost two years ago. Oh my God. And I'm like, now we do love each other. That is so, that's crazy. I know. Wait, what? I know. Did he tell you that he like had commented that on your first date? No. So he sent this to me like 
on December 20th of this year, like a few weeks ago, like a month ago. And he was like, oh my God, Jordan, look at what my, because I guess TikTok will give you like uh, time hops. Like you can oh. go back to be like, what did you comment on a year ago? Or like, what? Yeah. And so he clicked on it because he never uses TikTok and never comments. And he clicked on it. And this was a video of us. And he was like, I love Jordan, fuck the haters. Wow. I know. That's crazy. I know. Oh, oh my God. So I'm like, without a podcast, you maybe never would have known me. No kidding. Is that crazy? That's like really crazy. I, I was like, you were so lucky you didn't say something mean. No kidding. <laughs> would, He's so lucky. I would have killed you. Well, he probably wouldn't have self-reported it. That's true. He probably would have been like, oh, I don't know. I would have to at that point. I'd be like, listen, I got... It. If you find this. He's like, I don't think I've ever commented on a video in my entire life. And I was like, well. Well, I'm glad you did that day. You're meant to be. That's so, that's really cute. I know. Oh, that's nice of Pete. So I was like, oh my gosh. Even in one of our viral clips. You have to stop. I know, I'm sorry. It's always that or the nail clicks. Like I can't focus on anything. She's playing with her like thing. What is that called? An octobuddy. 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 I know. It won't stay on my phone. Oh, I know. That's that's happening to me too. Um, But so what we did on social media is we went through and we asked some of you guys uh, your favorite clips. So I thought I would read some. We did that? We did. Oh boy, what were they? So we were like, our 100th episode's coming up. Tell us your favorite um, Mean Girl memories. Oh, boy. And this is the number one. Can you guess? Alex dressing up in disguise as a spy in Jordan's date. Because that was brilliant. (laughs) Jordan hated it, and it was like my Super Bowl. And everyone loved it. And I had so much fun. I would get so into these outfits. And that, yep. Okay, good answer, everyone. If you guys are new here, when Alex and I first started the podcast, I mean like week one or two, I would go on hinge dates and Alex would dress up as usually men, but like crazy. Like Like intense outfits, like mustaches. I was full blown, full incognito. (laughs) Did you have a unibrow one? Yes. And And I would name myself. Like Uncle Sterling. Uncle Sterling. I was like Claudia one time. I did wear like a jumpsuit. I had a white afro in one. I had like a hat in one. Oh, I loved it. And she would go on the date and spy on me. And I would live tweet it. Oh, my God. And I would send photos. That was and a- one guy got very mad. Clifford he was pissed. <laughs> he was like, this is an invasion of privacy. I was like, well, we didn't say your name. And then an hour later, so can I come in the pod? Yes. Remember, he was so mad. He was like, "You, I'm going to sue you. And we were like, cool. Yeah, like, do that. And then he's like, okay, I'll come on and tell my side. We were like, we're like no, you're not invited. Blocked. Blocked Clifford. That, yeah, that. Probably still listens. <laughs> Pro- definitely still a listener. I'm so afraid to this day we're going to run into him. I've only ran, ran into one of your dates. Oh, yes. I was like, who? Yeah, I've only done that once. Um, Another one was the taping down the boner conversation. I forgot about that when you... When you asked if guys did that before massages. That's a valid question. It is a valid question. They don't. No. Mm, okay, so the other day, we were getting... Now, when I say couples massage, it's it's just the type of... There's multiple kinds of... There's layers to couples massages. Yeah. I'm not a massage person, nor is Harrison. But there's this 25-minute option. So we did 25-minute massage in the same room. Different, different beds, but like you do them in the same room. Yeah. And when we got in there, they were like, we're, there's a male therapist and a female therapist or massage therapist. Masseuse. Masseuse. And then they walked out and they're like, you guys pick which bed you're going to lay on. And I was like, well, I'm obviously with the girl. He's obviously with the guy. Mm-hmm. And they walk out and he's like, I'm obviously with the girl, right? And I was like, wait, why? And he's like, well, I can't have a guy like massage me. And then I was like, true. But then like, but then I'm having a guy massage me. And then he's like, yeah, but I can't have a guy massage me. And I was like, no, I agree. That's like the trump card here is like. A guy, like I can have a girl massage me any day. Yeah. But I was like, I do agree the guy can't have a guy massage him. But then I was like, but then I'm having a guy massage me. Are you cool with that? And he's like, I'm going to have the girl massage me. Are you cool with that? And I was like, I'm more cool with that than making you have the guy massage you. Fully aligned. Yeah. I was like, because initially I'm like, I've got the girl. You've got the guy. Yeah. And the second the door closed, he's like, I have to have the girl. And I'm like, you have to have the girl. <laughs> And I just never thought about it. Did you like the massage? It was great. I love massages. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You guys, it's the new year. It's our 100th episode. And what have we been saying for 100 episodes, Jordan? Therapy is the best thing you can do for yourself. And it's the gift that keeps on giving all year round. Because here's the thing. 
There's a lot of times when life can be good and there is a lot of times where life can be bad. So don't let your brain get in the way because sometimes, and Jordan and I talk about this all the time candidly, we're like, I'm just getting in my own way. Therapy helps you get out of the way. And when you know what you should do, but you're having a hard time doing it, your therapist can walk you through it. Isn't that right? Oh, a thousand percent. My therapist is my best friend. Absolutely. Like <laughs> I think every show, one of us is like this, that, the other. And so if you guys have benefited from therapy or if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, start with BetterHelp because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Mean Girl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Mean Girl for 10% off your first month. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, and so I wondered in that moment, though, I was like, huh, how, like, what do you do? But he went face down. They didn't. I guess in 25 minutes, they can't really flip you. Yeah, well, there's no flipping, but I thought in that moment. Did you ask him after? <laughs> no, I need to. I'll, I'll, I'll circle back. <laughs> um, someone said getting fired. Thank you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay. Hearing Alex went on a date, Jordan getting a boyfriend. That's so nice. Um, the, the dino conversation. That's a classic. Oh, the episode from Alex's bathtub in Oklahoma. That was such a fun episode. That was still such a fun weekend. That was, that's a great episode. What did we talk about? Uh, being a the day of the week girl. Yes. Yes. Somebody said this to me the other day. I, I read it somewhere. But they were like, date the guy that slots you on a Friday or a Saturday. And I was kind of like, yeah. And then I was like, well, assuming that he thinks he can give Friday or Saturday. I was like, in my head, I was playing ping pong with it. Yeah. Because like, you don't want to give up that day. Yeah. But then eventually you do. But then you want them to ask you on that day. So that is still a very valid conversation. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was a consistent Tuesday girl. And all of a sudden, I'm like, why am I only on Tuesdays? But then you're like, do I want to give a Saturday, but you want to be flattered that they asked you on the Saturday. At the time, I didn't really think I cared, but now I think about it. Yeah. Huh. You know what I mean? Like, you do want to be, you want, it's so confusing to be a day of the week girl because you do want a guy to ask you out mm -hmm. on a Friday or a Saturday. But then you're like, I'm not giving you my Friday or my Saturday for a date that might not go well. Yeah, and sometimes in the beginning when a guy asks you out on a weekend, you're like, why don't you have friends to hang out with? Like, I'm not giving up my weekend. I'll be a Thursday girl. Yeah, and then if they ask you on a Tuesday, you're like, thank you. And they're like, why is it a Tuesday? So you can't, you can't really win. Just don't do it consistently on the same day week after week. Yeah, mix <laughs> it up a little bit. You know, ask them for coffee. That was so fun when we went to Sonic. Sonic. Uh, the order. We had the order clip. Oh my I gosh. got food poisoning that weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we shouldn't eat sushi in Oklahoma. <laughs> you just shouldn't do it. Jordan's like, I've been throwing up all night. And I was like, well, we are landlocked. Corn dogs from Sonic, sushi from Oklahoma. What have, what foods have I introduced you to? Waterburger. Do we ever get a honey butter chicken biscuit? Yep. Honey butter chicken biscuit. Brahms, Brahms. burger. Sonic. French toast sticks. Yes. And... Did you get a corn dog from Sonic? Did you get popcorn chicken from Sonic? We got both, yeah. Did you get a, a, a soda? Yeah, we got that soda. too. Soda. Had you had ribs before? <laughs> Have I had ribs in general? Probably. Yeah. Did I introduce you to any other types of food? Just vegan and dairy-free and gluten-free past that. Yeah. So really bad foods and really good foods, I guess. Brahms is still hands down one of the best. So Brahms is your favorite of them? I mean, the honey butter chicken biscuit, like... The ones that you made were so good. Oh, I did make you the homemade version of that, too. Those were, like, my favorite. Here's the thing. Brahms overall is the best, mm -hmm. except for if it's Brahms versus just the honey butter chicken biscuit. That's where Whataburger is kind of superior, I Yeah. Think. Just your trips to Oklahoma were always—or so, our trips to Oklahoma were always so fun. They are so fun. Oh, my God. Oklahoma is just, like, a little warm blanket. Driving around—oh, uh, no, the pizza we got was anything special, but it was really good. When we—the the last time— Hideaway? I don't remember. I think it was Hideaway. Huh. <laughs> well, it wasn't special, so that's why we don't know. I don't know. <gasps> I can't remember. Making a lot of sleep with me. Yes, because you were scared. <laughs> yeah, the house, house is haunted. haunted. <laughs> the upstairs is haunted. My mom's redoing it. I think it'll look better now. Hopefully. <gasps> I threw up. Oh, my God. When we, drank, when we did our first Pink Whitney tour, I threw up that night, too, because we had, like, 14 Pink Whitney shots. Oh, I threw up that day. <laughs> And I, I mean, like, 
We are not thrower uppers. Oh, we threw our guts up. Oh, oh my God. That was horrible. Oh, that was terrible. Meet up in OKC, the soft launch, grilling Pete on the pod, getting fired. Um, the, 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 the dating story that I told about say up till 530. That was just such a great clip because you were like, oh my gosh. It was, it, it's so funny, like, people that have come into our lives now, and, oh, who was I with? Oh, well, Harrison. And he was like, so, he didn't know that you and Pete had met on Hinge, right? And he found that out at the double date. And then the next day, I think we were, like, talking about it, and he's like, okay, so they met on Hinge. He's like, I don't know why that surprises me. And I was like, okay, it's so funny, how would you have thought they met? And he's like, oh, I don't know, sort of, like, maybe mutual friends or something, and I was like, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, there was this one time Jordan came, it, she was in the office at 5.30, or she went to bed at 5.30, went out till 5.30, she hadn't slept yet. And I was like, I walked in the office, and he was like, wait, 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 that, the person I was at dinner with last night? And I was like, oh yeah. And he was like, what? No. She goes to bed like so early, I thought. And I was like, oh, we've lived a lot of different lives, and you don't, you, people that are new, they don't know that. We've lived a lot of lives. You were, I walked in the office. You had your suitcase for some reason. You were going home. Yes, I was going to Rhode Island to babysit the dog, Elroy. Yes, yes, and I, I, you, you, Jordan can drink a lot and not sleep a lot, and like doesn't really show it on her face. That's why I'm sober now. <laughs> but I walked in and I was like, mm, okay, what happened? Like your eyes were bloodshot. Yes, and you're like, I haven't slept yet, and I was like, well, how was the date? And you're like, oh, I think I went. To, I didn't go to bed. I just left at five thirty. Went back, showered, got ready. I was like. But you could do that because you were going to Rhode Island and you were going to sleep like all weekend. Yeah. And like hang out. So like, you you know, we can do that. But like the fun, like the funniest part of the date was like, I left the bar at 530. The bar. I didn't leave anyone's apartment. We, I was at the bar to 530. Bar. Like, yeah, it wasn't a shacking situation. No. You were just out. And then I just went home. And like got ready. Because like that's the thing with New York. It's like, if you make friends with a bartender, they will stay open all night. And you're not going to be the only one there. Every walk of life walked in that bar that night. Old men, young women, old woman, women, young men, business workers, teen. Like, I was like, what is happening? Uh, that, last night I called you and asked you about the Beekman. Because what I was doing was just like, I needed to go outside for an hour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll just go walk all these places. And just, I want to see their vibe right now. Like, had my sweatsuit on, but I went and walked them. And I'm like, this is so. This is why New York is so cool. Because it's a Wednesday night mm-hmm. after the holidays. That's why I was checking on the vibes. Packed. Yep. All night long. And it's just people love to go out. That's like, that's what the best part about New York too. It's like, it doesn't matter what time of the day is, you'll find people. Like, if I go to the gym really early, there's people there. Every, every hour. If I walk home, like, I remember I went to a concert and I walked home from the subway, which I usually never do, but... um. You know how when, like, you leave a concert, everyone's on the subway? Yes. I walked home at midnight. Where I live is usually quiet. People everywhere. You're, it's not, people are like, is it scary? And it's like, well, no, because there's a billion people with me. This is a Monday night. People walking home everywhere. Old, old men, women, children, like, well, not children, but like. Little (laughs) two-year-olds. Everyone was out. But I was just like, wow, it's midnight. And just like, the city never sleeps. It really doesn't. And it's the best. Like, I sometimes will get anxiety if I'm alone, like, um, in a city, if I'm in, like, a slow city. You know what I mean? I'm like, what's everyone doing? But I, that's why I love living in New York or being in a Miami or being in an L.A. I'm just like, everyone's doing something. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people around me, and I just, I feel so good about that. Oh, I do love New York. It's the best. We really, I just, it's, like, so crazy to think, though, like, We've lived so many lives in two years, or almost two years. 100 episodes is almost two years. Is it? Wait. We've been doing this for two years or three? Oh, God, I don't know. I'm not going to know. 100, 48, 48. 50, 50 is? 100, 52, 52. Okay, so a little less than. Wait, how have we been doing this for two years, but I've I've lived in, oh, wait, I've only lived in New York since September was two years. Okay, so we're a little shy. Of we'll be two years February first, I think, and we'll be low on the ep like because we'll miss like the Christmas episodes. But I don't know. At the beginning, we would put out multiple episodes a week. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. We should we should investigate that. 
We're hitting our two-year anniversary Mean Girl Pod, though. How, how much would you say yes? How much would you say, what, what would you say is the biggest thing that's changed about you since start to now? Besides, like, relationship yeah. status? Yeah. Or, like, overall, maybe that, maybe that is your biggest thing. I think this podcast has really helped me work through, like, trauma within a relationship. Because I remember when I first was on the, when I first started, I was like, relationships scare me. I'll never get married, maybe, never have kids. And now I feel like I have such, like, a very, like, happy, comforting thought. Like, I love being in a relationship. I want to get married. I want kids. You didn't want kids. Like, it's it's healed a lot of my commitment issues. I forgot you were—I knew you didn't want kids, and I, I knew you weren't sure on the marriage thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you have totally swapped on that. And that happened actually before Pete. Yeah. You kind of started to be like, I don't know about the kid thing. And you'd be like, I'd, I'm seeing kids on the street, and I'm, like, feeling something. Yeah, it happened, like, last April. Yeah. J-Dub, what's better than clean-shaven balls? Nothing. Can you think of literally anything? <laughs> no, I can't. Would it make all of your dreams come true if Pete just used Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra? Yeah, because you know what, AB? He does use it. And has it helped his confidence? <laughs> you bet it has. He's going to be like, why are you telling me my personal business? <laughs> sorry, sorry, Pete, but you got to help us help others, right? Yeah. And here's the thing, guys. And girls, and like, everybody wants to be cleanly shaven down there. And it's just not always as simple as going to the store and buying a razor. Mm-hmm. So Manscaped has just sort of disarmed the whole awkward conversation around that. And it's like, we all talk about Manscaped now. We all want our guys to have it. And the Lawn Mower 5.0 Ultra Body Trimmer and the Weed Whacker 2.0 for the nose and the ear and the hair. Like, like guys, are just so hairy. The nose hair is huge. Exactly. I use it for my nose. Honestly, and it's waterproof, so you can do it in the shower. So everyone needs to give themselves this new year the gift of Manscaped. And the way you can do that is you can get 20% off and free shipping with code MEANGIRL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code MEANGIRL. Because, guys, trim the ears, mm-hmm. trim the nose, like, trim it all. Because yeah. we're all just hairy. Well, and it's like, it not only is great for your partner, but it makes you feel so much more confident when you feel clean and, like, fresh shaven. No question. Like, I mean, for being a girl, I just love, like, that everything shower, you shave everything. Yes, totally. And I know guys feel the same way. Me too. I'm with so you. they can have their everything shower with Manscaped. And, like, granted, I go to a lot of therapy, but without talking with you and, like, our listeners— every week about it, I would not be where I am today. Like, this podcast helped me so much. That's so crazy. Because it helped us talk about so many difficult conversations. Yeah. And then when and when you talk about them, because here's the thing, like, any two people could sit in a room probably and talk. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, but when you put it out to the world, I know we joke a lot about, like, the dinosaur clip feedback. But on the other side of that, what keeps you going is all those messages that are like, me too. You gave me so much comfort. Yes. And we're not trying to give comfort, right? We're just trying to be ourselves, which when you're yourselves, in turn, is comforting to people. And it's like, those are the messages that help us. A thousand percent. It's a really good point. What's yours? Well, besides like the yeah, obvious well, you know, relationship. Uh, ups and downs. <laughs> um, you know what it's done? Because I, I think your point is really good of... Growing up, I never had any of the conversations we would have out loud, like talking about sex or anything like that. I, I never normalized it. Um, and I always felt sort of like a level of like shame around it. So loving having those conversations with you. But then when they went out to the world, having to deal with people being like, oh, she talks about this. But then saying, oh, I don't care because I'm just being myself. Like it really helped me grow into who I wanted to be. I love that. And like that, so that felt really good. And then I think realizing too that it's when you get to a certain level, you kind of have to say, I want to put it, it sounds selfish, but like I like talking about it and I'm okay with it. And I'm getting pushback in some regard. And this was very early on. But the fact, the fact that we powered through that and kept going and just like stuck to our guts, I'm really proud of us for. Mm-hmm. And it always felt right, so it was easy to do, but it was very different for us two girls from the Midwest to do it. And I just, I loved, I found it so empowering for us to just be 
our unapologetic selves, no matter what people said. And so I think it's helped me so much in that regard of just not only being yourself, you know, in a circle of friends, but being yourself out loud on the internet, it's a whole other version. I love that. Yeah. So I found it, I find it empowering like that. Like a lot of people are very sweet and will DM us and they're like, you guys helped us so much, but people don't realize like how much they've helped us. Every DM. They're like, thank you. And it's like, no, thank you. No, you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's people are people that take the time to type that because I've heard things that impact me. I never go DM them that. No, same. And I don't know why. Probably because I'd be DMing. I do DM Ed Milet like a lot. <laughs> but it's like every time I read that, I'm like, but but Sally, you sat there and typed it. Yeah. So thank you. That's so true. I don't know. I feel like we have the best community of listeners and we're just like so grateful for all of them. And the fact that because the biggest question when we left Barstool was, Will your followers, listeners come with you? Mm-hmm. And we found out because we, we see the numbers that the answer to that is yes. And I think that's because we always were true to ourselves and the people that resonated with stuck around mm-hmm. and the people that didn't, they just, you know, they fly by the wayside. That's great. Yeah. And so it's, it's ironic, I think, having the hundredth episode, but we're not at where we were born and where we were born is such a like public um, specific place, mm-hmm. and and we're like so far away from that. But that our, the podcast isn't different in the sense of we were always ourselves, and so I think it's really beautiful, like where we were born and now where we are today. And there's a lot of synergy, a lot of overlap, a lot of differences. I love that, and it's like it's so it's like a crazy journey to think about. Oh, it's like it is actually very crazy if you think like even talking about these memories. I'm like, wait a second. Like, I forgot that you dressed up for dates. Oh, me too. I always. And you know what? <laughs> People will still, they'll still reference that though. And it was only like four dates. <laughs> Do you want know to know what someone said? What? Someone was like, can you tell us who Chad was yet? I wish if we knew, I think this would be the good episode to drop the names. Still to this day, people like ask us who all our, all our beginning aliases are. No one. Oh, Chad was at the office. Yeah. He wasn't real. No. And people felt strongly that he was. Yeah. That was hilarious. That was so- it's just like these things, I forget that we live that life. Right. I know. <laughs> Gosh, I do too. It, it's funny to think about the time of of when we left because I think we were scared, which looking back on, it feels like that was another life. Mm-hmm. But I remember at the time being like, oh, well, we're going to have to really figure it out. And it was so scary, but we're not that far away from that moment. No. And it's just that saying of when you're so scared, if you just can put your first foot down, like you don't have to see the big picture. You just have the guts to put this first foot down and then you'll know where to put the second one and then the third one. And it's like this boiling feeling of you got to go do it. And you have no other option. Yep. It's kind of nice when life takes away your options. Yeah. And it forces you to be like, what are you made of? And you're like, we're about to find out. And it's crazy too how... Things like the the things that really make my mind go whack is like we walked into that office on that day, not ever thinking that you and I would have made a podcast. Never. And then you leave, and your whole life has changed forever. Like things like that, or like like the day you met Harrison, the day I met Pete. Like you don't even think like that day is gonna be so monumental for the rest of your life. But like the days where you have no idea the biggest things are coming or what like. It's, it's just like, I don't know, I guess like what I'm trying to say is like every day you wake up and you don't know if like that day could literally change the rest of your life. Totally. And it shows you too. I think when you and I first started this podcast, we didn't know we were in for it. No, God, no. And <laughs> I think we were like, we'll see where it goes. You know, who knows? And while, of course, we were always recording a podcast, the other things that we found ourselves in the midst of was... Um, pushback, criticism, momentum, Mm -hmm. so much fun, Mm -hmm. happiness, support, a a whole slew of things. And we never got in the way of trudging forward. And where you look at where we started to where we've gone, it's like, would have never drawn that line and picked it. But we just followed our gut every step of the way. Even when we were like, okay, we're talking about things that don't make us feel happy. So we would pivot. 
And it's like this podcast is a direct correlation to like how you and I view life, which is you only live once. So we want to put our best foots forward. We want to make sure what we say into the mic, like we feel good about. Don't care what people think mm-hmm. as long as we feel good. And it's like we've always stayed true to our true north of like never being mean about people, always being honest. And then if we say what's on our heart, then like we can sleep at night. Mm-hmm. And like we've never gotten away from that. Never. And that's like so cool to sit here 100 episodes later and be like, we set those goals and they're We've never gotten on here and been like, let's burn down so-and-so. I know. That's the cool thing. It's like, yeah, we've said some very crazy and unhinged things, but we have stuck to our values the entire time. Yeah. And like us not knowing, you know, if dinos are real or us not washing our hands. Unfortunately, that's just not in our value. That wasn't, that's not in our value system. Yeah. Do you know if dinos are I don't know. I haven't seen one. And no, I don't wash my hands every time. So good with that. Not a lie. Mm-hmm. And then outside of that, it's like, well, did you talk shit on your best friend? Or do people know who Madeline and Sydney are? And they're pretty proud of them. Yeah. Well. Exactly. It's like, yeah. I, I, and I love every episode because of that. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, you're you're so right. It's, it is crazy to think. Like, I remember when we sat down and we kind of like wrote down the foundation and we've stuck by the basic values. Guys, let's talk about way because you know what? The best way to start this year and the best way to start every day is to have really good hair. You guys know Jordan and I are so obsessed with our way products because you want to have salon quality hair every single day and way makes that easy. So I am the biggest proponent of the leave-in conditioner and the detox shampoo because I get a lot of buildup in my hair. Jordan, we know she's all about the hair oil. Every day her hair looks like she just had a real-life Brazilian blowout. So you guys get in on the Way movement with us because we are absolutely obsessed. So give your hair a glow-up and go to Way.com. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. It's not spelled W-A-Y. It's T H E. O-U-A-I.com and use promo code MEANGIRL for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code MEANGIRL. Enjoy and happy hair days. Because I think one thing we had to do, because we started out with the Barstool drama stuff and we were like, this doesn't feel right and we can't keep going. So we were like, all right, how do Jordan and Alex keep going? Mm -hmm. We're nice. We're not anxious about things. Just talking about sex. Are we okay with that? And we had to check ourselves. Mm -hmm. Still to this day, there's one episode that went out that I that still gives me anxiety, but there was one out of 100. This yeah. one? <laughs> That's pretty good, though. That's very good. I'm like, one out of 100, do I think, I don't know. But other than that, it's like we just say what a lot of people have on their minds, and I feel really good about that, and like yeah. I'm really proud of us for those 100 episodes because we, I think it shows with anything in life, if you set your values you know how you make New Year's resolutions and you go back and you're like, what was it? I can't remember. Well, I remember ours because it's so specific. Mm-hmm. And it's not very often you can look back over two years later and be like, I don't think we broke them once. Yeah. If you set your values and stay true to yourself and you do a little pivoting along the way to make sure they always stay aligned, you're good. Yeah. I think that's why we're sitting here. It's like we did set those values and we did stick to them. Yeah, I think so too. And I feel like too, it's it's so unique to find another person that you can do this with. Like I think about how lucky we are on a daily basis that you and I have this very, very unique chemistry Mm. because like I I couldn't do this with some of the closest, other closest people in my life. No. It's like this weird, I don't even know how to describe it. And like when people meet us too, they'll even say they're like, you guys have this very unique way of speaking to each other. Absolutely. And it's in sync and we don't have to talk to each other a lot. No. Like, and that's how I think you are with Madeline. I am with Sydney. You can pick up where you left off with them. Yeah. And with us, it's like every episode you just sit down and it's like, a, I could usually guess probably if we have the topic, what you're going to say and what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's going to be so different. And it's like the fact that we can take that and move it into working, move it into leaving. Like people will ask me about you and I'll be like, has never, ever, one time made me, like, doubt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the one thing we have is, like, trust. Yeah. And it's, like, if you don't have that with the person you're doing it with, then then what do you have? Tr- I feel like trust and communication are, like, the two biggest things we have. 100%. It's, like, we'll always just go dead at what we think, what we say. Like, we did it earlier today. Like, Jordan walked in, and I was, like, <laughs> by the way. And it's, like— 
and we'll, we'll have we'll always have those convos. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is is like the protection around just like there there was never a moment personal life or podcast life where I felt unsupported by you. I think yeah, that's same. what it would be. Mm-hmm. Like there was never a time whether I was like, hey, I feel really uncomfortable with this clip. You're like, take it down and vice yeah. versa. Or like, hey, I got to cut this. Or like we filmed a Patreon episode and I'm like, I can't sleep. And mm-hmm. you're like, then it doesn't go up and vice versa. And and then in personal lives too, whatever it was, it's just like, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Just like, let me know. I think too, it's because we always put the other person's, I don't even know what type of emotion it is. Like your, not like your comfort, comfortability, but like, if if we aren't if if like I don't feel comfortable or you don't feel comfortable about an episode like we don't put the shallow success of the podcast over us being humans right because we know that's short lived yeah we always put like us being humans above everything first and and that's why I think we feel safe around it mm-hmm. like you and I both know even if it's the dumbest thing on the planet but you're like I just feel weird about it it's like then guess what we don't have an episode that week oh my god a clip could go up and it could get. Two billion views and I could love it to death. And if you're like, that clip makes me want to cry every day, take it down. And I know you do the same to me. Yeah. Like if we have to, and and I think that's really important around like choosing your craft Mm -hmm. is saying, I love that you said like we're human first. Yeah. And we've protected that though. Like I know that and you know that. Yeah. That there's nothing, if you need to send a text, because an added layer of anxiety would be, she's going to hate me for this, but I got to tell her I can't, I can't have that clip up. Instead it's like, the, the biggest problem is someone has to delete the clip. Exactly. Yeah. I think, too, we just get that this world is so, like you said, so sh- could be so short-lived. But, like, you being a real human being is forever. And, like, in every aspect of life, you just have to understand that. Totally. And, like, long-term happiness. One thing with our generation. Yeah. Social media in our generation is people can sell out or, like, sell their souls, right? And one thing you and I always did was say— we can't do this podcast if we don't love who we are as people. And we we always put that first, but it wasn't, we didn't always know we weren't. Mm-hmm. So we had, we, a lot of times we'd be like, I'm anxious around posting the socials. Okay, well, it's like, all right, so we've delegated that. And there's all these little pieces along the way where we love what we do, but we've had to pivot a lot to make it fit into our lives. Yeah. I love that. And anybody can do that with anything. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, yeah. if you're not 100% happy, it's like, we can get there. Yeah, and I think people should feel that with a lot of, like, mostly every safe relationship in their life. Yeah, and I think it goes to show, too, like, don't settle till you're there. Yeah. You know, like, we had to do a lot of shifting. Mm-hmm. But you want to be happy. Yeah, like, obviously, you and I got so lucky that we were the first, we were each other's first podcast partners. But, like, it wasn't, like, perfect overnight. Like, you and I had to work really hard to adjust to the way we communicate, the way we plan, the way we organize, compromise, like, didn't just happen overnight. No, it was not like a natural fit. It was like, oh, so you want to do it that way. Okay, well, mm-hmm. I want to do it this way. Okay, well, the best way is X. Yeah. And we always had to check our egos at the door, too, of just like, this is what has to be done. How are we going to do it? And mm-hmm. it was like, working styles were so... And right at the beginning, we would always talk about how there could be that natural jealousy or, like, competitiveness between two girls. Yes. And we were like, if that comes into this room, like, we will die. Yes. Yeah, because we are very lucky to say that we are one of the only female duos that have, like, left a major media company and stuck by each other's side. And I think the biggest part of that is saying— Like, we, I remember early on, we'd be like, man, it could get really catty. Mm-hmm. Like, because it, it could. Yeah. And we just always kept hammering, like, no, because if somebody, and we would talk about it on the podcast too, but like girl and guy dynamics, but it's like, where does that comment come from? Like, where in you? It's like, that was jealousy. Yeah. And we would talk about it out loud. And I feel like it gave us so much perspective with the way we operate with like friends, but also with each other being like, okay, so she's not like that. And she knows that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we never had to operate out of self-preservation. Cause it's like, no, we both know yeah. better than that. We always knew it was a reflection of our own insecurities. If one of us were ever catty towards the other person. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, oh, it's dumb when people wear these shoes. It's not like, you look really cute. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to share one quote. 
<laughs> sorry, <laughs> before we end this episode, because um, things cracking me up. I heard this and I thought of you immediately. I was like, Alex will love this. Okay, I want to hear this it. quote. Um, so it's from Madeline. She went to a woman entrepreneur um, event, and one of the the women speaking said, "Champions adjust." And I was like, Alex will love that. I love that. It's the only way. It's like pivoting, putting your ego at the door. Like just, I. she said that to me. And I was like, that's going to stay with me forever. That is, and it's so simple. Yeah. And they just do. And you know what? I think it goes to show too, because I think a lot of people are like, I am a champion, but it's like, yeah, but are you afraid to adjust? Mm-hmm. You know, or is is adjusting the very thing in the way of you becoming a champion? Yeah. Probably. Are you afraid? Are you okay admitting you're wrong? Are you okay changing the way you've done something for five years? We had to check our ego so hard when we left Barstool. Oh my god! <laughs> and then not go to another network and say one second, hold our beer, like we're gonna, you know. And now, like we've signed the Britneys, and it's like, you know, Wait, we can say that now. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we knew the bigger picture, but at the time, it's like you don't just go to another network and you leave, and you just. You just adjust along the way, but that mm-hmm. was a that was such a fun ego check moment, though. Yeah. Yes, because it was just like okay, yeah. Wow. There's so many crazy things, but I love you. I love you too, and there's nobody else I would want to do this with. This crazy barstool to here to this to that. It's just like nobody. That was, you know, my greatest joy was calling you and saying, "Hi, we're fired. Don't go in the office." And you're like, "Well, we have to do an ad," and I'm like. Okay, well, I'm not going because my contract's up, so you go. <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, me being in the office and Dave firing me when I'm in the office. <laughs> Remember that the rest of my life. Better because of it, baby. <laughs> and happy 100 episodes. We love you guys so much. And we're so grateful for everyone who stuck along with us and for everyone who's new. Yes, without a doubt. One, Come one, come all. Yay, and here's to 100 million billion more. Because Jordan's going to make me die on this thing. (laughs) Okay, that's it for today's episode. As always, thank you for listening to Mean Girl Pod, powered by Just Media House. I'm Alex Bennett. And I'm Jordan Woodruff. So, A.B., do what you do best. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, rate, and review. We are at Mean Girl Pod on all platforms. Stay connected with us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, and Snapchat at Mean Girl Pod podcast and social artwork and post-production by Creative Evolution Studios. Theme song to the Mean Girl Pod performed by Sergi Asbel. Mean Girl Pod, where your besties in your ear. New episodes every Monday.